At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the show. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard. I'm your host live out here in Las Vegas. Your other host live on the East Coast is Josh Applebaum. Good afternoon, Josh. Good afternoon, Pritch. Happy Friday, my man. I'm excited. Big weekend ahead here. Final four tomorrow, obviously, and we'll get into all these games, but a very important move today. You saw Villanova at, get plus four and a half, a play that we talked about and I have in pocket earlier this week, now back down to plus four. So some money coming in there on Nova, which I love because, again, Kansas is a really popular play here, getting about 70% of bets. Uh, Josh Towers is in studio today. It's Josh Towers Day. Can't wait to continue talk MLB get some win totals I'll throw some futures at him I promise I won't make him at the Orioles today luckily there's no games here until next week but uh Pritch a lot to get to and I just wanted to mention one thing Xavier last night now this is a kind of important thing about you know if a line moves against you what do you do so I was holding a Xavier plus four and a half ticket a lot of things that we talked about on the show yesterday in terms of Texas A&M you know not being a very good free throw shooting team uh you know not very good on their on their uh defensive boards here also turning the ball over uh it really made me like Xavier but here's the thing I got Xavier plus four and a half the late movement actually went to Texas A&M minus five so uh we all want to beat the closing line and most of the time a lot of us do when a line goes away from you, what do you do? So if you're holding a four and a half with Xavier, the line's now at five. I got nervous and said, hey, this is not a good sign. A lot of Aggies money coming in. Mm -hmm. I'm getting nervous, Pritch. But here's the thing. I know a lot of bettors will may, may tell you different things here, but a lot of people might, you know, bet the other side or try to cash out or try to hedge it or kind of do something uh, to mitigate that line move. To me, Pritch, you dance with the one who brung you. You stick with your original play. I never want to turn one potential loss into two. And then also, what if you cap the game right and just the line move went away from you? I think that's what happened there yesterday. So my whole point is, you know, if you bet a spot, you bet a game, the line goes away from you, I stick with my original bet. I don't try to chase or double down or try to get it back. End up getting lucky there with, with uh, Xavier winning that game outright. Yeah, absolutely, Josh. I, I mean, I, I don't know how many times it's been beneficial to switch dance partners. Uh, I've been <laughs> encountered a ton when it's been that beneficial, to be honest with you, uh, Josh. So, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, go with what you uh, are familiar, familiar with, certainly, and, and what you're most confident with uh, at times, too. I, I think that would be helpful, too, as a better. We, we can overthink it. And I've been prone to do that from time to time, uh, for sure. Let's get to something that we shouldn't overthink, and uh, that's back-to-back -back situations. I mean, last night, we saw an incredible basketball game uh, with Milwaukee uh, and the Nets. A lot of people are calling it the game of the year, uh, to be honest with you. 
Um, Giannis, the Greek freak, uh, is, is just amazing. And he's just 27 years old, Josh. He's incredible. Uh, but here we go again with the Nets. And everybody thinks everything's okay with the Nets. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks get the victory. Uh, we saw that uh, line as well. We talked about that yesterday. Uh, but the MVP odds, Josh, I want to get to that. Uh, because here we go with the narratives. You know, the Joker, uh, his odds have shifted. You can see them right here on the board. Uh, right now, leads the way, uh, minus 185. Uh, Embiid right now is plus money, plus 185. And then here's Giannis at plus 650. Uh, and so I want to ask you about the narrative, the performance we just saw against the Nets, uh, and this guy being incredible down the stretch so far for the Bucks. Yeah, it really has been incredible what you've seen from Giannis here. And last night, just from a betting perspective, Pritch, you know, that was a play for me where it was a money line there on Nets because, you know, we had a lot of betting there on the Bucks. yet mm -hmm. the Nets went minus one up to minus two. And obviously you're looking good there with a lead late until that three-pointer there to force OT and then you lose an OT. So, uh, you know, it was a great spot. Again, if you had the points there uh, as a winner, even though the line did go to the Nets, uh, we tip our captain who was on the Bucks last night. I know JVT was high on him. But Pritch, I know this kind of, you know, gets us excited to say, hey, you know, Embiid is, you know, plus 185, Jokic, all the movement to him based on the straw poll, and now you can get Giannis plus 650. Maybe there's a thought of, hey, maybe grab some plus 650 right now with Giannis. But to me, Pritch, you know, it shows you what a great game he had last night and how incredible he's been this year. Probably these odds should have been tighter to begin with. If you're holding a, you know, 10 to 1, 11 to 1 just from a few days ago, you're probably feeling good right now. But I keep going back to that straw poll. When, you know, Tim Bontemps and ESPN canvassed all these media members, you know, you had Jokic 62 first place votes, you had Embiid 29. Giannis only got nine. So I think it's incredible what he's doing. Uh, obviously, his, his odds really improved based off of last night. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of minds have been made up, and there's so few games left in the season. And even look to tonight's game, Pritch. You have Bucks and Clippers on the second leg, both on a back-to-back. -back. Everybody's out this game. Right. Giannis is resting. Middleton, uh, you know, Paul George. So, um, you know, it's a tough spot. I think, you know, the uh, the goals of the Bucks are much bigger than Giannis MVP. They're trying to go back-to-back -back here. So with Giannis not playing tonight, only a few games left. Jokic, uh, Jokic, as of now, is playing tonight. We'll get to that game later. I still think it's Jokic. I would still bet Jokic. The straw poll, to me, is the big thing here. The media members are all saying it's going to be Jokic. They're tied in. They know people. They talk to other people. They network. I think it's Jokic, even though, again, you got to respect this late movement to Giannis. Yeah, you do. Uh, you do have to respect it because you have people on national TV that say they have a vote and they might change their mind. I mean, I don't know why you would do that, right? But uh, after that performance from Giannis, I guess you can be impactful that way. Uh, and so, you know, with six games left, and, and that's what we're looking at, and you mentioned uh, the Milwaukee Bucks and their game on the back-to-back -back, uh, going tonight against the Clippers, who's also on the back-to-back. -back. Giannis isn't playing. I mean, what he did last night without Middleton, because uh, he got ejected, uh, and then the step back three, Josh, you got to you got to stay step back three to tie it up uh, and then taking over the game a little bit there down the stretch. I mean, it was incredible. It was. But there is a recency bias, though, that could be highly influential to when it comes to that MVP voting, though. Yeah, and I think, you know, Giannis has won it before. And you also look at, you know, mm -hmm. what Giannis has in terms of a supporting cast. I think this is a big reason why Jokic uh, is really getting a lot of love here in the yeah. betting market. And again, we were doing shows earlier this week. He was plus money. Now he's minus money. So everything is leaning toward Jokic. But I think, you know, as great as Giannis is, he's won it before. They've won a championship. He has great supporting cast with Middleton and Holiday. Uh, you look at the Embiid situation. He can lean on, obviously, Harden and Tobias Harris and Maxi. I think the reason why Jokic is the guy is he's doing so much with so little. Mm -hmm. Like, again, you, Jamal Murray, we're still waiting for him to come back. Probably not happening this year. Porter Jr. was hurt. He's really putting this whole team on his back and putting up incredible numbers. So I think all things being equal, you take any of these guys on your team, Pritch, Embiid, Giannis, or Jokic. But I think just the fact that Jokic is doing so much with so little is why I think he's going to get the award. The impact, right? I mean, Giannis defending champions. And I think Giannis, the Greek freak, I mean, he could be MVP each and every year because he's that dominant uh, out there. Uh, Josh, so that game, significant line movement. Uh, instinct, instinct, I'm telling you. I This morning, I looked at the number. I was like, okay, that's too big on a back-to-back. -back, even though they're going up against the Clippers, I get it. Uh, but then I didn't pounce on it. Uh, and sure enough, like you mentioned, everybody's out for the Bucks. So that line has moved uh, uh, in a considerable fashion here. What do you make of it? Are, are you going to place a bet on this game uh, against the Clippers? So I give a shout out to anyone who's willing to bet this line right now because, <laughs> Pritch, this is the ultimate stay away from me. This right. is, again, why the NBA is, I believe, the most difficult sport to bet on right now because you can go into a morning and just like you said, Pritch, I woke mm -hmm. up. 
got ready for the Market Insights pod. I said, hey, that number's a little high as long as Paul George is playing. I know it's a back-to-back both teams, but off such an emotional win, you know, at Brooklyn, is it a good spot to grab the points with the Clippers who just got a boost with Paul George? And then, of course, I didn't play it. So, again, I missed the plus eight and a half, plus nine. But, you know, you open with the Bucks laying eight and a half or nine. Now the line is all the way down to three and a half. So, um, to me, these are the most difficult games to bet. I think the easy thing to do is just don't touch it. There are a lot of other games tonight. And you look at it one of two ways. Like, the line went big to the Clippers. So, I kind of want to lean with the Clippers. But then also, are you buying low on the Bucks now? Even though they have their big three out, uh, you know, you're at a reduced number and you got some pretty good backup. So it's always a difficult situation to say, hey, do I want to go with the line move Clippers? Do I want to buy low on the Bucks? You also look at the total huge drop, Pritch. That thing was a 232 opener. Now you're down to 218, 217 and a half. So again, to me, I think, you know, when you're getting down on a game or a future or whatever bet you're going to make, you want to feel like you have an edge. And when all these injuries take place on both sides, I feel like I have no edge at this point. So it's a very easy layoff and don't touch this game. Yeah, let's get to the other game because um, you you got the T-Wolves, Timberwolves and the Nuggets and all eyes are going to be on Jokic right after that performance by Giannis and see what he's going to do tonight. An important game. Uh, I think the Nuggets have perhaps secured themselves from the play-in situation uh, and, you know, on top of their division with Utah. Uh, The Timberwolves, just a young team, continue to improve. And we have line movement too, Josh. I was looking for some injury news in this game. I don't see anything significant. I think just the betting market has shifted this number. Yeah, I think you're totally right, Pritch. I was looking for maybe Jokic being out or one of these guys, so you have seen no reports on that as of now. Uh, the Nuggets did open, though, laying around four points. It's down to two and a half, uh, maybe some three still out there. So I actually uh, money line the Nuggets here, Pritch. I'll mm-hmm. tell you why. You had the movement toward the T-Wolves, which you got to respect, the four down to the two and a half or three. But at this point, it's becoming a pretty big popular play here toward Minnesota. I was kind of surprised by that. And across the betting market, you're getting about two thirds of bets on the T wolves here. So now the line is all the way down to two and a half or, you know, some shops are two and a half, maybe back up to three. That could have been the low water mark there. To me, it creates a value play to just buy low on the nuggets minus 145 on the money line. So that's what I did. Uh, obviously, you know, Pritch, we have uh, an altitude advantage there with Denver. You also have uh, three home referees, Capers, Daher, and Goble, all between 52 and 54% to the home team. Uh, and you look at recent performance. I typically like to buy low on teams that aren't playing well, sell high on teams that are playing well. But at this point, I think you're really getting a good number here uh, on the nuggets as long as Jokic is playing. The Nuggets are 4-1 and their last five. It's a favorite with a high total. So the really high total in this one, Pritch. Open 234, 235, all the way up to 242. These are two of your best over teams in the NBA. But almost like you want a dog low total in the NFL, you want a dog, you want a favorite high total in the NBA because more expected points scored makes it theoretically easier or more likely that the uh, favorite can cover the number. Uh, also, you have a rest advantage here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Denver is uh, 0-2 against Minnesota their last two. I think they're going to get up for this game and want to prove something. So I respect the early money grabbing the spread there, plus four, plus three and a half, three, maybe down to two and a half with the T-Wolves. But I think now that it's gotten so low, to me, it's a money line play on Jokic at a, at a, uh, a deflated number here, minus 145. I'll root for the Nuggets. Tonight. All right. Even though the line has shifted that way towards the Timberwolves, uh, I, I actually like that play, to be honest with you, Josh Applebaum. Uh, we'll continue the discussion a little bit later on the program, but I want to remind everybody it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted off specials, and much more. Just download the app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID, open an account, and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 physically located in Nevada. Please call uh, 1-800-522-4700 if you have a gambling problem. Come up next, Josh Towers in studio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on Please sports betting network. Wendy's breakfast is the official breakfast of March Madness. Every day, choose from Wendy's stacked starting lineup like the breakfast baconator, croissant combos, and hot or cold coffee. Like any great team, Wendy's is bringing the breakfast legends. Oven-baked sizzling bacon, fresh cracked eggs, perfectly seasoned breakfast potatoes, and a Simply OJ to bring it all home. Make a fast break to your nearest Wendy's drive-thru and pick up your Wendy's breakfast, the official breakfast of March Madness. Choose wisely, choose Wendy's. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum, and pleased to welcome in studio with us right now, Josh Towers, former Major League Baseball pitcher, VSIN MLB analyst. Josh, how are you? Now you got me thinking about Wendy's. I know, right? <laughs> it's hard not to. That's good. So you're doing well then? I'm, I'm doing all right, okay. man. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing okay. You're doing better than uh, DeGrom. Uh, here we go again with this guy. Um, uh, you know, I, the thing about him, I think once, like, like an athlete myself, once you're hurt, like you're worried about those injuries. And, and so here we go. Look, uh, DeGrom, the news about him uh, going under an MRI. Uh, the Cy Young, uh, NL Cy Young uh, odds have changed a little bit. I mean, it's plus yes. 350. So it's going to be reevaluated. So looking at the NL Cy Young, DeGrom, the Mets, I mean, they got Scherzer. It probably opens up the door for that guy. Yeah, listen, man, uh, I feel for the kid. I'm going through the same thing with my son. We just went to L.A. yesterday, got mm-hmm. the same you know, type of news that DeGrom's going through. It's not, it's not cool, man. It's not fun. And, you know, again, you played. I played. Uh, throwing a baseball anytime anything on this arm, you're like, oh, what is that? Like, you get super nervous all the right. time. But we saw Jacob last year, the most dominant guy in baseball history. All of a sudden, he couldn't pitch. He had arm problems. He would sit out a week or two. He tried to pitch through it. They thought that they could. We saw Shohei do this in the past as well. And then finally, you know, let's go ahead and fix it. Um, it's not good, dude, because I, in hindsight, now you go back to last year and you go, man, I wish we just would have, like, whatever, had mm-hmm. surgery. But I don't know the issues because it doesn't say that there's an exact tear. But if he's having an MRI again, and if I'm having problems with my elbow, I'm going to compensate. If I'm having problems with my shoulder and it's getting low, then I'm going to have problems with my elbow. Right? They, they, they kind of coexist together. So the fact that we get this news, regardless of whether it comes out of this in place or not, it's not good because now it makes me think that it's probably not going away. It's a continuation of last year. Coming into this, y'all, um, I was saying, like, if you guys think that Jacob DeGrom is going to play a full season, then plus whatever it was, 350, whatever it was, mm-hmm. you jump all over that. Because last year we couldn't get this dude at minus a million. It was impossible because his year was that good. So we know for a fact that if Jacob pitches 32 to 34 games, he's winning the Cy Young. We know this. But now, now I'm nervous. So now i got to go down the board of the National League where there's just coin flips. Scherzer, Burnsy, obviously anybody in Milwaukee. Like, there's dudes all over now, and now you got to be like, all right, I got to take a longer shot, and then maybe if this really changes and you get a good number on Jake, you go back to it. Mm-hmm. But this is a bad thing. This is not good. Josh, it's great to see you. And, you know, 1st of April here, it really feels like baseball's in the air, so can't wait to do all season long talking games yes, with sir. you. But let's, 
Let's stay in that division, Josh. And my question to you is about the Atlanta Braves. Right now, they're plus 140 to win that NL East. You look at what they've done. I thought their GM made a really savvy move. You lose Freddie Freeman, but you make a deal uh, there for Olsen to fit right there in the three-hole and play first base. You re-sign a lot of your World Series guys, Rosario. I uh, still have Austin Riley. You get Ozuna back. Pretty good pitching staff. And you had Ooh. Kenley Jansen in the back end. So I know there's a lot of you know betting here on the Phillies. Their offense looks good. I'm questionable uh, about their pitching. Obviously, the Mets made a lot of waves. You know, the Nats and the Marlins are down a little bit lower here. What do you think, Josh? They won it last year with the Braves. Would you think about maybe betting them again this year to win that division? I think let's start at the bottom. Obviously, it's going to be the Nationals, right? And then the Marlins <laughs> right above them. And then it's going to be the Mets in third. And then it's going to be... I think the Braves in second, the Phillies in first. Um, wow. I'm optimistic on them. I think, listen, they, they've been slowly addressing stuff. The offense got maybe equally as good as the Braves. The Braves' offense is so sick. It's unbelievable. But the pitching that the Phillies needed to address, they did. They have three starters like a lot of guys. They added three dudes to the bullpen that are mm -hmm. legit, that all can do it, all have closed, all have sat in that eight-inning rule and seventh-inning rule as well. So it's very important. They didn't have that in the past, and that's where their, their struggles really came in. So I think the Phillies finally got tougher. And, again, I played for Girardi. I know how he goes about handling business with players, and it's right. a beautiful thing. And once they have slowly, which they did last year and slowly this year, they adopted to his manager style. You love it. You love playing for the guy. So I think it's not the same Phillies as the past. It's hard to, obviously, Josh, it's hard to go against the Atlanta Braves. They added Kenley. There's a reason the Dodgers didn't sign him back for, for, in essence, pennies on the dollar, right? There's a reason. I know he's getting a little bit older. He's getting, I don't know if he was just comfortable in L.A. I'm not sure what it is. But they got Kenley. I th I'm pretty sure you just said Osuna's back. Did you say that aloud? Uh, I believe so. Or I don't How know, is, is he, he back in baseball? Trouble? Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I wouldn't count on him as, like, as an addition, if it is true, I wouldn't count on him as an addition to, like, he's going to be good for the team. I think he was already starting to, like, slow down and okay. struggle. He was really good in Miami. He was decent in St. Louis, and then he started to fade in Atlanta. So I think it's going to be hard for him. The lineup itself, I mean, I know that if you give me the choice and I'm looking at Freddie Freeman or mm -hmm. I'm looking at Matty Olson, uh, go ahead. I'll give me Matt Olson every single time. There's just something about it that I'd rather pitch to him than Freddie Freeman. So I think it does alter the lineup slightly but still very very tough and then again they know what it's like it's the same thing as what we saw Bryce Harper right, right. the second half of the season he 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 went home to the offseason, Paul Seawald in Seattle, and they decided, how do I get better the second half of the season? How do I finish stronger than I started? And we saw Atlanta do that as a team. Their second half was way better, and they didn't even ignore the first half. And they just did what they needed to do, let the starters get healthy. They're a good team. I just think the Phillies are right there, and I think that the Phillies will address the necessary. How do we lose this game? Yeah, let's focus on the Phillies because I'm intrigued. Uh, plus 380 yeah. to win the division. Uh, the pennant, 12 to 1. World Series, uh, 22 to 1. Uh, but the Phillies are intriguing to me because they won 82 games last year, and you had right. the Braves win 88, and they won the World Series. And so we saw the Braves overcome some injuries uh, down the stretch, right? But the Phillies, yeah. uh, their lineup is more potent, I believe, right? Castellanos? Yeah, absolutely. Ooh. So examining <laughs> the Phillies, I mean, what else? Because uh, I'm concerned with pitching, starting pitching. We just talked about DeGrom, mm -hmm. but the bullpen could probably save the day for the Phillies. So. It did. It, it 100%. Again, Han, Corey Knable, like you added these guys. If they didn't have it, they had three dudes. You didn't have that last year. You brought it. Would you bring in Archie Bradley? I think, and it didn't work. And then uh, Robertson, he got hurt, and it didn't work. You didn't have anybody really to turn to that you can trust. That is established. That now, like that's. If you look back at our Yankee days, yes, they were loaded yeah. when I was there. We were loaded, but. How Girardi uses the bullpen is very important, and he needs – it's just like Dave Roberts does in L.A. He needs all these pieces. And so, again, it changes the game. I don't care about Schwarber so much, but Cassianos added to that lineup as protection. And then let's not forget, y'all, my man Bryson Stott from around the corner. Yeah. yeah, hitting 500. He's 0 for 2 today. He's dropped the 500. He's uh, he's going to make a push for this. Him and Didi DeGores aren't crying over who plays shortstop. Mm -hmm. They're going to fit in perfectly. They have depth, which we had talked about about the Mets last year who had no depth. We're going back, and I'm looking at this thing, and we got the Mets at 90-and-a-half win total. There's no way. The only way is if Jacob and Max 
both are healthy, right? Mm -hmm. And then you're talking about Chris Bassett, who was good, but took that line drive off the face, and it was only had two games in the big league since, and that's a hard thing to come back from. Then you don't know what you're going to get at Carrasco. We have finally Jose Buto, up-and-comer. Will they give him a shot? Is Tyler Magill up-and-comer? Is he going to be, you know, the guy that he started out to be last year? Like, there's a lot of question marks with the depth again, but finally have a little bit where Atlanta's depth's a little bit better. That's why I put the Mets down below. I don't think 90 wins is even feasible for them at this point, right? So, like, I'm kind of not looking at them at any of those plus numbers. And then if this division is anything like it was last year, at some point you're going to get every team at plus six, 700 because yeah. somebody's going to go on a losing streak, right? Right, right? And then you have everybody at a good number. There's only three potential winners of this, of this division. And honestly, there's really only two, hmm. my opinion. Yeah. And Josh, to your point, you know, looking at these other teams that we don't expect to win it, uh, win their division, Miami and, and Washington, we can still bet on their win totals. I think the obvious thing when you bet win totals is if you're bad last year, just bet the under. If you're good last <laughs> right. year, just bet the over. But uh, obviously, we all know it's much more complex than that. It's not that simple. But I'll throw this at you. Miami and the Nationals. Miami was won 67 games last year. They had Jorge Soler. That was their big move. The Nationals uh, won 65 games last year. They signed uh, Nelson Cruz, who's a million years old, but will probably Love still him. hit 35 home runs. <laughs> Any lean over or under with those two cellar dweller teams? Could one of those teams surprise us? It's crazy because you signed Nelson Cruz for what reason, right? One, to make Jose or Juan Soto better, which he's going to do just like Bryce did. Uh, and two, because you're going to trade him at some point to a contender and get a couple prospects in return, right? There's a couple reasons why we signed him. Um, it's hard for me to see the Nationals at 71 wins. I don't know where they're going to get it. They really just don't have the pitching or depth to that organization. They traded everything off. And now they have to hope that these prospects are developing the way they want to. And they do have some good ones. But I just don't see 71 wins in their future. I don't know where they're going to get it from. Mm. And it's the same thing with Miami. Like, how can I mess with Miami? I don't Like, Pritch, Jeter quit. <laughs> he did. He quit because they <laughs> wouldn't invest money where he thought they needed to invest money. He mm. wouldn't go and get players to help them win. Like, to him, I'm coming in here to, to build this and win, and then they won't do anything. Mm-hmm. Solaire? So Solar had protection in Atlanta, right? He actually had a little bit of protection, believe it or not, in Kansas City. I, I, he, I don't know. He, where is it in Miami? I don't think that it's a big deal yeah. like Solaire. So it's going to be tough for both those teams. Both those teams, I'm looking at unders. A lot to follow coming up uh, in Major League Baseball. Yeah. No, don't Josh on Twitter. Follow him. Thanks a lot, Josh. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. Coming up next, uh, we got to go over the final four, Josh Applebaum. Uh, some decisions to make when it comes to futures as well. That's next. Sports Betting Network. Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine. Nicotine pouches are smoke-free and spit-free and are made from food-grade ingredients. Simply just open the child restraint lid and place the pouch between your upper lip and gum for up to one hour of real nicotine satisfaction. Zen is available in 10 varieties and two strengths. Three milligrams for fresh nicotine satisfaction, six milligrams for even more nicotine enjoyment. Simple and discreet. You can enjoy Zen anywhere, anytime. Find your freedom, find your satisfaction, find your Zen. Visit Zen.com, that's Z-Y-N.com, to learn more and to find Zen nicotine pouches near you. Zen nicotine pouches are for adults 21 and over who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. Josh Applebaum, we just had Josh Towers in studio, outstanding baseball analyst. Um, the show, The Run Line, debuts on Sunday, uh, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Looking forward to that. He's going to be partnered there with uh, Ben Wilson, our producer. Looking forward to that. I know it's going to be fantastic, Pritch. I almost have like some FOMO, fear of missing out. Like it's going to be Adam Burke as well, Ben yep. Wilson, Josh Towers, three of our favorite people. So, uh, yeah, if you're excited for Major League Baseball and tip of the cap there to Adam Burke, he's been doing a fantastic yeah. series at Beeson.com. The MLB guy's out right teams. now too. It's out right yeah. now and give it a, give it a shot. You know, try, try it out. We have a great promo right now, only 19 bucks mm-hmm. now until May 1st, which by the way, May 1st, Pritch, my birthday, I turned 35 years old. All Get right. ready. Yeah. What am I going to? Okay. Okay. Uh, what do we need to get ready for? Cause I, I mean, you out here in Vegas was, was a treat, <laughs> you know, and you paced yourself, which was good. So what are you going to do for your birthday? You have any plans yet? 
Oh, I don't know, Pritch. Now that now that we have a dog, it's like different, like going out, you're not being out too late. So maybe maybe the fiance will surprise me with some Red Sox Red Sox tickets. Right. I'll, ta I'll take that. All right, can't wait to hear what the birthday present is for one Josh Applebaum <laughs> out there in Boston. Maybe they legalize sports betting out there. How about that? Oh man, talk about I need another birthday <laughs> present for another hundred years if they do that, Pritch. There you go. There you go. Let's get to the final four because it's it's on Twitter, um, and and people. You know, they want to know what to do, certainly, if you have a futures ticket on Duke, right? And we talked about Duke and, and certainly situation I'm in prior to the conference uh, championship there in the ACC. Uh, so you got Carolina, and maybe taking the points would make you feel better, at least for that bet, if you did have a futures bet on Duke uh, to cut down the nets. Uh, but looking at this game, a lot of people are starting to lean towards UNC a little bit. Uh, you know, you're seeing that foul trouble discussion pop up. That's something we talked about on Monday. Uh, but I'm curious on which team would be affected more. I think Duke would be affected more than UNC uh, when it comes to foul tr uh, difficulty, though. Yeah, I would agree with you on that one, Pritch. And I think, you know, in terms of, you know, futures and what to do, and, you know, I always joke like hedging is for landscapers, but Pritch, <laughs> you know, if you can hedge and make some money, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. We do have a great VEASAN help desk. So you can, you know, throw it to the VEASAN crew and maybe they can give you some advice. In terms of futures, though, like if you're holding a Duke ticket, I think whether to hedge or not depends on how much you bet and how right. much you stand to make. Like if you only bet five bucks and you got a great number and you're set to win, you know, 200 bucks, I'd probably just let that thing ride. But if you bet more and you, there's another way that you can kind of, you know, mitigate some risk and guarantee a profit that I would maybe think about hedging. I, I, it always goes back to me on what did you bet and what do you stand to make? If, again, if it's a small flyer, I would let that thing ride. But in terms of this game, Pritch, you know, we mentioned earlier with that Nova game, there is a really important move today. Nova plus four and a half down to plus four. You've really seen the exact opposite with this UNC and Duke game. It really has not moved at all. A lot of these books open Duke laying four, you know, some books got up to four and a half very briefly. And I think you did get some bites at the apple from, from some respected betters on UNC plus the hook four and a half to bring it back down to four, but it's pretty much stayed exactly where it's at. I would say going on three or four days now at this point, there's been no movement whatsoever. We're still at Duke minus four. The total is pretty much the same around 151. I see some 151 and a half out there has ticked up a slight bit here, uh, but at BetMGM, Surprisingly, the public play here is North Carolina. They're reporting 59% of bets, 74% mm -hmm. of money on North Carolina. So I thought it would be just, hey, you know, it's it's a Hollywood movie. It's Coach K's last year. Just ride Coach K. Uh, but you are seeing some respect here that, hey, maybe UNC and the run that they've been on, why not grab the points in this one? So, Pritch, I'm already holding that Villanova plus four and a half in pocket. To me, for tomorrow, I'm going to wait this thing out. I think it's important that because we're in no man's land and the juice is minus 110 on both sides of the four, Let's get to game day. Let's see when really the public, uh, when it's the weekend, you have the day off, you have this, this is your late game as well. It's going to be so heavily bet. I want to know the next move. The next move is going to be critical to me. I'm leaning UNC plus the points here, right. but I want to see that, you know, that plus four gets juiced up on UNC minus 115. I want to see this thing fall down to three and a half and grab a four before it falls. I'm wary of maybe it doesn't become a fade the trendy dog or public UNC. And we see this thing go up to Duke minus four mm. and a half. In that case, that would be kind of a, you know, a reverse line move on a contrarian favorite. So to me, this is a weighted out. Let's see what happens on game day. As of now, I think the odds makers probably set a perfect number and they're happy because it feels like they're getting even money or, or relatively even action on both sides. That'll be a great uh, situation, a reverse line movement on a contrarian type play too, right? I mean, that would be the... Don't you love it when I throw these terms at you, Fritz? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure people are like, what the hell is he talking about? But it, it, it makes sense we talk about it every day. Well, so. we do. And then also the Market Insights podcast, you dive deeper on it. So uh, certainly uh, look out for that for Josh Applebaum. It's outstanding. Uh, so it's interesting because of familiarity, Duke and UNC, the rivalry situation too. Uh, but I'm just looking at some metrics uh, during the week, Josh, and, and neither team, uh, because I think they want to stay out of foul trouble, they don't really pressure you. They don't try to turn the ball over. Uh, so we could get an interesting pace in this one too. Uh, the fact that there's a highly emotional situation, not only the Final Four, uh, but Coach K uh, and so many other factors that could lead into added energy, if you know what I mean. So 151, the total, uh, I'm looking at the over. Uh, you know, I Duke aside cutting down the nets, but I'm looking at the over in this game. So to be honest with you, Pritch, I'm kind of leaning that way. And really kind of my thought process here is I went into these games saying, hey, I'm going to look at some unders. We have had a, uh, unders 11 and one the last 12 games. It's been an incredible, you know, contrarian run for for betting these unders throughout the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight. 
But now that that, you know, little nugget there is out on Twitter and people are thinking about it and, and really kind of trying just to, just to ride this trend, you're almost creating a bit of a contrarian over opportunity here. And again, you know, uh, this line did tick up. It was 150 and a half. It's now up to 151, 151 and a half. Any books that were at 151 are now going up to the hook with the 151 and a half. So that's notable to me because if you look at BetMGM, you know, they're looking at uh, only 39% of bets on the over. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's again, public saying, Hey, these unders are cashing at an incredible clip. They're out now about 55% in the tournament. Uh, and this is a really high total of 150. Let me just play this trend to the under, but that's not what's happening. Betting is on the under yet. The line is rising to the over uh, Ken Palm has a 154 on this game. So wow. it would be you know a little bit higher than the current number. And Pritch, if you look at these teams on the year, they've been uh, over teams. You have 21 and 16 to the over UNC mm -hmm. 21 and 17 to the over Duke. Maybe you get a lot of points in this one. It's a relatively short spread. So could be a live line opportunity of an in-game wagering proposition. My only thing I worry about, we talked about it with Adam Burke, is that we're playing in a football stadium and that backdrop is going to be, you know, uh, theoretically a good neutral court under type situation. Yeah. So it may not matter, but Pritch, I'm kind of with you. The public's on the under, but this thing is rising. I'm kind of leaning over in this one. Yeah, I went to a Final Four in that building in the 90s, early 90s, but still, <laughs> I think these uh, two teams can handle that. Let's get to that other game real quick, though, Josh, because uh, I'm thinking Abaji, Brown, uh, Wilson, Lightfoot, McCormick. I, I, that might be too much for Nova. I know you got the points, uh, but Kansas, I mean, the path is just perfect for them right now to get to the finals. Yeah, it is. It's really opening up here. We've talked a lot about Duke being the favorite to cut down the nets, but don't sleep on Kansas. Yeah. Plus 185, shop around. You know, theoretically, they have, I guess both games are at four now, but at one point, Kansas was four and a half. You do have the injury here to the big Nova player there with more. So again, theoretically, their path is a little bit easier. Um, they are now getting line movement the other way, which I do like with my Nova plus four and a half. To me, Kansas, you know, if it gets down to four, maybe you, you, you know, buy back if you like them at four. That's probably your best number. Mm -hmm. Three and a half was the opener, though. So that was the number that really got hit early. It's a little too high for a money line play for me. Like, you know, I don't like to go 200 or, or, or higher is a little bit too high okay. on an NBA game. I'll go a little higher in MLB or, or NHL. Uh, but Pritch, I think the play with Kansas is betting their futures one eight plus 185. Uh, if you're not feeling great about this game, you just got to, you know, I don't know if you're going to cover the number. I hope you don't because I'm on Nova four and a half. Yeah. But if you win this one, you squeak by. Plus 185 looks pretty intriguing. Absolutely. If you don't like the spread or the money line situation, we have these exactters right here coming up on the board, Josh, which uh, could be intriguing for some betters. Obviously, we mentioned Abaji uh, uh, as player uh, of the tournament, too. That situation, it was plus 700 at one point. Um, but Kansas defeats Duke as plus 340. That's intriguing. Uh, if you like something like this when it comes to exacta, though, here, Josh. Yeah, so Pritch, give me the Nova defeats UNC okay. plus 1,300. No, I'm just kidding. No, that's not my actual bet. But uh, a lot of options here. So, again, you know, Duke beating Kansas is your favorite plus 340. Mm -hmm. uh, what's intriguing to me is Kansas beating Duke is the same price, right. plus 340. So odds makers are kind of telling you they're really looking for a Duke-Kansas showdown there uh, in the championship game, which is I think college basketball would love that. And, you know, committee, <laughs> as you mentioned all week, Pritch, pat themselves on the back. So I'd be intrigued maybe by Duke beating Kansas, but uh, again, split allegiances here. I think unless you have a good edge, I, I don't have too much interest in this. If problem. they get Kansas Duke in the finals, the committee will shut down the quarter. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, you talk about throwing a party if they can get that on Monday night. And imagine the handle that would generate, Pritch, both regions, you know, huge uh, basketball, you know, cities and towns. So, yeah, I would like to get that. Although, at least, you know, can you cover the four and a half? That's all I can. All right. Looking for these situations. We're all over the place. I love it, Josh. That's why we love the madness right there. Come up next, though. We got to get to the NFL because we got some more win totals. They're coming out, Josh. Let's get over those win totals. Come up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. Make your first wager and win big during the BetMGM's March matchups. Download the BetMGM app and place a $10 money line wager on any college tournament game. If any team hits a three pointer during the tournament, you'll win $200 in free bets. Just use bonus code MM200 when you register. Plus, earn BetMGM rewards points that can be redeemed for online bonuses or converted into comps at MGM Resorts. Sign up today and use code MM200 to win $200 if any team hits a three-pointer during BetMGM's March matchups. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old to wager. As a new customer offer, all promotions are subject to qualification, eligibility requirements, rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada and Mississippi. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So, Josh, we, we talked about the Bobby Wagner news, and we, we have the win totals coming out here for the National Football League. Again, eye on the calendar after the draft because sometime in May we'll actually get the schedule, right? So the NFL, uh, NFC West win totals here for the National Football League. Let, let's go over these. You got the Rams at 10-and-a-half. Um the over is minus 115, the under minus 105. Again, the Bobby Wagner news uh, kind of helping out the defensive situation for the Rams in that division. Yeah, and again, this is kind of a big news, and you know this is a team that's very top-heavy, but uh, again, showed you last year, and what I love the most about the Rams is they're basically saying the salary cap, throw that thing out the way, you can figure out a way to get these guys under the number, uh, and then also they're kind of disproving the fact that you can't trade away your first-round picks. What do they do? They gave up a couple there for Stafford, they win the Super Bowl, so I kind of love that they're kind of changing the way that you build your teams and allowing different avenues to try to win a, a Super Bowl here. So, Pritch, one thing that I would suggest, you know, before you bet any of these win totals you know find them you can go to caesars you can go to south point you can go to circa any of these different books and just screenshot or write down all the numbers and really write down also the juice on the over or the under and then put a pin in it give it after the draft after free agency a little bit later you know a month from now and just see which direction these teams have moved mm -hmm. I, I really like looking at juice prices and juice movement and at some point you do see teams that go up like a half uh, win or a half win up or a half win down. So if you can kind of predict this and maybe there's a, a total of, uh, you know, eight and a half wins, it's even money now, then it gets juiced up minus 115. And then before you know it, two months from now, it's up to nine. I want right. to hit that eight and a half before it gets up to nine, that sort of thing. But uh, Pritch, call me chalky here. I would take the over on the Rams, uh, 10 and a half right now. Uh, last year, you're looking at a team that went uh, in the regular season, 12 and five, you win the Super Bowl. Even if you take a step back a little bit, I know the Super Bowl hangover uh, is a real thing, 
but can he go take a step back and go, you know, 11 and six? I think that's within the cards as well, but I think you're going to get Stafford even better in year two, being more acclimated to the team and the system and McVay. Uh, I think it's a really underrated move that they bring in Allen Robinson to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, offset losing Odell Beckham jr. And then of course you still have your big guns here with Ramsey and Donald. And now you have Bobby Wagner also, you know, Seattle uh, to me has gotten much worse. Obviously I'm not breaking any news. there. losing Russell Wilson. You're kind of in rebuild mode there. The Cardinals to me are kind of a fraud team. I really don't believe in them until they prove it to me. The 49ers are interesting because they are juiced up over minus 115 to the 10 win total. But I don't know what you're going to do at quarterback. Is it going to be Jimmy G? Is it going to be Trey Lance? If you give me Jimmy G, I probably like that 10 over a bit. With Trey Lance, it's just a lot, a big wild card there. What are you going to get from him? But, Pritch, what do you think? Is the is the over 10.5 with the Rams, does it seem a little bit too easy? It does to me, which is what makes me actually a little nervous about it. Well, it doesn't. I don't know if it seems too easy, though, Josh. I mean, I look at the Rams and, and the win total at 10 and a half, like Odell Beckham Jr. You mentioned Robinson. Like, what kind of deal could Odell Beckham Jr. receive right now as a free agent rehabbing his knee? You know, and that's the reality uh, of the business side of football. I mean, if he didn't hurt himself, Odell Beckham Jr. would have broke the bank with some team somewhere, right? Maybe he's in Kansas City right now. Um, but the time frame for him, uh, and then the amount of dollars that might be available for Odell Beckham Jr., it makes sense that he might end up back with the Rams. Uh, so now you're talking about Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson, and Odell Beckham Jr. So 10 and a half, if you want to anticipate it that way, I can see why it's juiced up uh, over uh, minus 115. Now, the same thing with the 49ers. Their win total is 10, and it's juiced up over minus 115. Whatever quarterback situation uh, arises here. I, I don't know if it's going to be significant. So, for instance, if Garoppolo is not traded and he's still on the team, that's going to help the 49ers because you have continuity and experience and you don't have to wait for Trey Lance. Now, Trey Lance ascends and he gets better in offseason. All of a sudden, okay, he kicks Garoppolo out the door. That's not going to be a bad situation either for the 49ers. So that's the one I'm intrigued by. The, the win total of 10 It's a pretty lofty number there, but this over, the juice is to the over minus 115. Yeah, and you really like the culture of the 49ers. Yeah. You know, and again, you're close in that, you know, uh, that game against the Rams there in the playoffs where you could have defeated them. You had the lead late. So you like the coaching of, of Shanahan. You kind of like the culture that they've created. And then to your point, again, I do really think, you know, if you're giving me Jimmy G, I'm more intrigued by that number. Mm. Now, I'm just a little, uh, you know, I guess worried a bit just because I really wanted a nine and a half there. I think now <laughs> that you're at 10, that's probably a perfect See, the number. And I know you wanted a nine and a half. Exactly. So they set it at 10 and even number here. And I just, I'm kind of worried about a push on a 10 and seven, obviously a push is better than a loss, but um, to me, that's kind of the tripping me up a little bit there. And again, you know, with the Rams and your point with OBJ, mm-hmm. uh, what if you take uh, you know, a little bit cheaper of a deal, but it's really incentive laden. Um, then you cash big next year. And in that case, if you have, as you mentioned, Van uh, Van Jefferson, OBJ, Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson. We got to look at some of these overs there for Stafford if that's going to be the case because that is a great offensive lineup for him. Yeah, I'm just going off experience on this one where, you know, you have an injury, you're rehabbing, uh, you know, where is the do- where, where are the dollars going to come from? Like, at what point? Like, a, a team can anticipate the rehab going well for him right now, Odell, Odell Beckham Jr., and then offer him a contract in the coming months. But if that doesn't happen, I think he's going back to the Rams. Uh, and in the quarterback situation, it, it will resolve itself out there for the 49ers. And I think it'll be beneficial for that football team. Lance is minus 500, by the way, uh, to take the opening snap for the 49ers. Ooh, so that's a big number. I don't know if I'm going to lay that minus 500, but it does tell you. Uh, and again, it's very difficult because mm-hmm. Shanahan a year ago said he wouldn't even know. He's not even sure he's going to be alive next Sunday, Pritch. So they're very hard team to predict going into that draft. Remember all the tea leaves were Mac Jones going third and not Trey Lance. So uh, I take it with a grain of salt what they say, but I but based on that price and what the odds makers are telling you, they do think Lance is going to start uh, going into next year. Okay, we featured some games in the NBA, Minnesota and Denver. Uh, the money line situation for Denver is intriguing uh, when it comes to that matchup. Important game there. And then the news about Milwaukee and pretty much their entire starting lineup is not going to play. <laughs> the line uh, nosedive to minus three and a half, though. Still favorite uh, against the Clippers. Uh, both teams on a back-to-back. But you have some other games that are, are you're noticing some movement here in these games as well. 
Yeah, so a couple games here, Pritch, to look out for tonight. I bought low on the over in the Dallas Mavericks game. So I wouldn't call this a sharp over, but to me, it's a really, really deflated uh, value play to the over. So the Mavericks and the Wizards, this total tonight opened at 220.5. It's all the way down to 217.5. So you've seen a big, big dip here to the under. I'm looking at some injuries. I don't see Doncic out or anything like that. It mm -hmm. probably was just, hey, that number's a little high. And we do know the Mavericks are a really you know, slow-paced team that do cash quite a few unders here. But I think anytime you see this, this play, uh, to me, the magic number is, is around three points. If you can get a three-point discrepancy off the opener, it creates a value play to go over. So my play here would be the over 217.5. Again, not sharp, but to me, it's a value play. You look at Washington, they're actually 11-5 and five to the over their last 16 games. They've missed Bradley Beal for a while now, but they still cash in quite a few overs, uh, including 8-1 and one to the over their last nine home games. These teams met back in November. It was a 120-114 to game, and Washington is 24-14 and 14 to the over at home this year. So this is kind of a value play of it dips so much. It's created in my mind, a little buyback to go over to 17 and a half. Another play that I made Pritch uh, and over in the Pacers and the Celtics. Now this is kind of just a classic over play for me with a lot of steam hitting the total to the over this opened uh, around 222. It's met up all the way to 226, uh, 225 and a half, 226. Now, again, you're getting the worst of it. So you got to you know say to yourself, Hey, I uh, may not be getting the best number, but I do have a lot of system matches on these big steam over moves. If you open at 220 or higher and you get steam three points to the over or more, the over is 109 and 80 this year, 58%. Uh, you do have Indiana, one of your better over teams here. They're terrible on defense, 28th in the league, uh, but they're pretty quick. And they've cashed to the over 42 and 34 this year. And the Celtics, missing Robert Williams, he's big to their defense. Uh, last six games, or last seven games, the Celtics are 6-1 and one to the over, 5-2 and two to the over their last seven at home, 4-1 uh, and one to the over the last five head-to-head -head between these teams. So I'm looking for a, you know, a, a, a 125 to 105 type game, Pritch. Give me the over in the Celts game tonight. All right, great information right there. Uh, they got to lean on Vanilla Tice. Uh, in the absence of Robert Williams. Hey, Josh, a little bit of breaking news here about Baker Mayfield. You know, a lot of people say some dark horse teams that are interested in Baker uh, and your team, New England. What do you think of that? Oh, I know that Belichick was actually thinking about uh, trading up that year when Baker Mayfield went one overall. So I don't know, Pritch, is that competition? Is that a backup? I thought they love Brian Hoyer and Brian Hoyer is going to play forever. So well, it's actually, uh, we'll see where that one goes. It's actually an April Fool's joke. Oh, okay. I fell for it. Fred. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you Get did. off Twitter. All these jokes are terrible. <laughs> you did fall for that. Good way to end the Friday, though, Pritch. Nice job by you. Thank you very much. Uh, have a great weekend and good luck. Pritch, good luck. Thank you very much. We'll see you. Let's do it. <laughs>